You're listening to the Level Best Network. This is the Intercot Insider Live, episode 136. Now in our 10th year. Wow, 10th year. (laughs) The Intercot Insider Live is brought to you by the one and only Magical Journeys, Intercot's official travel agency, and the Disney Vacation Experts. Now, more than ever, it's important (laughs) to support our partner, Magical Journeys. They uh, bring the magic to you, and uh, by helping us bring the magic to you by sponsoring uh, the whole the whole Intercot podcast, the Intercot website, everything, uh, we appreciate Nancy and the folks over there. See, I'm just going to go with the folks tonight rather than try to start naming everybody by name. It's a little bit difficult. Tonight, uh, in the podcast, we've got a special guest, Janet. Hey, Janet. Howdy. What, uh, the, the screen name from the boards? Uh, currently, Janet. Janet, Janet Megan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Currently? Are you, are you planning on changing it or something? The boards? Uh, it used to be Janet Mojo. Mojo, yeah. Yeah, no, we like yeah. Janet. Well, Ian used to be WD.W Wacky. Wacky. No, yeah. no, you get it wrong every time. <laughs> WD Wacky. WD Wacky. No extra yeah. W. I, well. Every time. I know. Every time. Listen, you Johnny. Johnny, I used to be Johnny, Johnny Y mm-hmm. or John used Y. To be Johnny. At some point, we just decided to do the whole Disney thing and just start calling everybody by their first name, right? I think so. Carol was the one who actually started that. She was Polly Girl Forty, and then one day she was just Carol. Yeah, she just became true. Carol. Yeah, shout out to uh, Carol uh, and Melanie and and all the other folks that uh, have been on the show over the years. Um, you know, so. Jeff, JPL. Jeff, Jeff, JPL, Christine. Yeah, Christine, uh, right? Michael, Cindy, who's who, not here, but is still here. Michael, who's uh, supposedly coming at some point. He better. Uh, Gary. Who could Ed? forget Gary? Ed. Well, Ed's on the. Ed's been on the site forever. Moderator on the site. Yeah, Ed and his red shorts. <laughs> I believe. What about Frankie? Frankie. Frankie. Uh, we're going down memory lane tonight, I believe it is. Thank so, you. yeah, hey, good to have uh, everybody here. We've got Jen from Canada, Ian from uh, Philly, and so Janet Jen hailing from, from where now? About uh, Deland, Florida. Okay, so you moved from where to where? Uh, North Georgia, north of Atlanta, okay. to Deland back in March, uh, right in the middle of all the mess. Oh man! So, so <laughs> you, you like I moved right in the middle of a yes. pandemic, which is yes. awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's been great. No problem. Gives you lots of time for unpacking boxes because you can't do anything else. Right. <laughs> well, you know what? We did say that. I, you know, had I been traveling for work and things mm-hmm. like that, it could have been a nightmare uh, trying to do everything that we did at the time we did it. And uh, instead, this kind of this shutdown has allowed us to sort of move in. So that was a good thing coming out of a lot of bad, I guess. So not bad. Hey, what else is good? It's driven real estate prices through the roof. Well, My yeah. house is worth like forty grand more than it was in January. Yeah, like like crazy. It, it it's gone nuts here as well. Um, by the way, we've got uh, folks saying hello to you, Janet, specifically. There we go. And Amanda checking in. Good to see you, Amanda, as Amanda. well. Oh, look at this. Look who's look who's joined oh, the party. There he is. All right. There we <laughs> yeah. go. Hello, human. Hi. <laughs> He's still getting set up there. That's um, all right. Well, let's have to work, people. 
I know. <laughs> I know. We gotta, we gotta but we all work. We're just in the right there. time zone. That's all. Wait, work? What is work? <laughs> mm. right, everybody but Janet has to work. <laughs> Uh, so, so welcome in. Trying uh, some new stuff. Uh, scheduled the show in advance this time. Wanted to see if that had any effect on things. I'll be right back. And Michael will be right back. <laughs> and, and he's gone. I think <laughs> he you just, went to the bathroom. He just head to the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hold on, I've got a sound for that somewhere. Got a toilet where, where, sound where somewhere. Wait. Around the corner. Where's Uncle Orville when you need him? Yeah, I got no, my Orville at all on. in this place. Do you have Orville? My Orville. Uncle Orville shirt. No privacy around this. Oh, place. look at that. Oh, wow, my gosh. About, how appropriate. Oh, wow. That is too cool. So, uh, Monday night, it's feeling like a Monday. I don't know about mm -hmm. for, for you yes, all, but it feels certainly. Like a Monday. Oh, goodness gracious, is here. Um, so, we, we wanted to bring Janet on tonight uh, to, uh, to talk a little bit about uh, what it's like uh, down in the theme parks. So, Janet, because she lives in Deland, which is just down the road from Disney, um, probably has one of the advantages that not too many else of us have. I mean, I'm five hours away uh, from being able to be there. Um, and Janet has been kind enough to be posting to our social media feeds and, and stuff like that um, over the last uh, number of days, weeks, um, which has been really cool. Uh, been nice to have somebody there. And just curious what, you know, what the experience uh, you have had firsthand. Um, as Ian said, what, what do you have to like schedule each time you go to the parks now? So, I mean, how, how does it work? I mean, what, and what have you kind of experienced? Well, so I will say that we have been, uh, my husband and I have been now to every park twice, except for Hollywood Studios. We've been to Disney Springs multiple times. And overall, 90% uh, of the experience has been amazing. Um, okay. Yes. So we are annual pass holders. Annual pass holders can schedule up to three days at a time or in advance to spend in the parks. Uh, but if you're staying in a resort, you can have every day that you're in the resort, you can also have a day. So we're taking advantage oh. of some really cheap hotel rates. That would um, oh, my gosh. Please share because it, it's like <laughs> yeah. the clock so, has wound back like 10, 15 years on yes. rates that you were telling 20, me. So 20 yeah. years. Yeah, 20 yeah. years or more. So unbelievably, last week we spent four nights at the Swan for a uh, – annual pass holder rate of $110 plus tax wow. yeah, plus tax and parking and resort fees. So all in, I believe it, I figured out it was $167 a night at the oh Swan. Oh my God. It was right. wonderful. <laughs> wow. And then starting Sunday for six nights, we this, are all here it comes. In, Ready? Yeah, we are all in at the Polynesian for $120 a night. That's, oh my I've never even heard of anything like that. That's just, yeah. you know, like that's, that's like, like what it costs like in like. All Star Resort. Yeah. It's like, yeah. No, the All Star's even, twice no. that much. <laughs> yeah. At least. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. What? That's like <laughs> that's, that's, I don't get to use that sound yeah. effect much. A hundred and twenty bucks. That's so, for one person at California Grill. So not that's even, a really no. good deal. Yeah, about More it. Than that. <laughs> so oh we are goodness. taking advantage of being nearby, not being able to vacation anywhere else, and we are just maxing out on Disney and theme park time. Uh, my husband asked when we got home on Saturday morning, he says, wait, when are we going back? And I said, oh, like seven days, eight days from now for, and he said, for how many nights? And I said, six nights. 
And he's like, oh, no. But no, we're slowly converting him into uh, a Disney master. But yes, yeah, so for every night that you have a Disney hotel room booked, you automatically get to pick a park for that day um, as oh, well. So, And for an annual pass holder, you get any resort stays you have plus your three extra days. Then once but you, you can't park hop, right? No. Okay, that's you can't. So and with the limited like... hours, you're you're yeah, you're kind of boxed in. Once you make your decision for the day, you are definitely there for the day. And um, it's better than not an, being there at all. Right. As a pass holder, I don't feel bad about going to a park from let's say just eight to one or eight to two because right now it's hot. It is August. It is Florida. It is sweaty. You're in a mask. I've actually also been in a boot yeah. for the last few weeks. So it's been a lot, but if you're I was in a paying, boot. Eh, what? Eh, How has that been? Yeah. Hot. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's been, yeah. It, yeah. It's it, been hot. In, so, wow. but if I was paying $125 or $130 a day for a ticket right now, I would, I would struggle a little bit with that. I don't feel bad as a pass holder uh, right. going for half the day. Um, or a short day, but it's, it's tough for a long day and all the parks have been great. Everything almost has been a walk on, uh, except for the studios. The studios was packed. So how are they doing just out of curiosity again? Cause, cause I'm not there and things mm -hmm. like that. Like when you, when you get in line for like, let's say small world or something or whatever, <laughs> you know, a poo or yeah. whatever. I mean, how, how are they keeping you distanced and, and stuff? There are lines on the concrete. They've pressure washed the concrete and stuck okay. uh, big long stickers. I would say they're okay. about mm, yeah, four foot long stickers that say, please wait here. And they okay. are spaced out every six to eight feet. And then okay. sometimes when the queue winds back and forth, there's plexiglass between the people. Like if and it's whether, too close. Yeah. Right. And if there's not plexiglass there, then the spaces to wait between each other are staggered so that you're not actually standing right next to someone at all. You're always um, offset. And I so, would say most people are paying attention yeah, to the lines on the I sidewalk. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, are, are people actually doing, I mean, you know, even in the best of times, uh, you've got the, you know, parents with kids who yeah. aren't paying attention or acting crazy or whatever. And so I, I just wondered how all that, you know, worked out. I would say the bigger problem is people on their phones that aren't paying attention when the line uh -oh. moves in front of them. Uh, <laughs> I would say overall kids kids are doing great. The parents are, are teaching their kids. You have to stand on the line. We've seen some parents making a game out of like, let's jump forward to the next line when it's our turn. And then you stop. Oh, okay. um, sometimes every once in a while you get somebody behind you that's kind of creeping on you. Like, Hey, <laughs> stay on your line. <laughs> I do that in Walmart, man. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like somebody gets a little close to me. It's like, yo, whoa, back yeah. off. I, yes. I find that yeah. odd. Like it's such a like lack of awareness of the situation. It's like, what are you doing? Like, why would you ever stand that Get close off to me? me? Yeah, well, like don't. I had, dude, you know, I'm in like a retirement sort of area here yeah. a little bit, so I've got like folks occasionally will come up. What you got in the cart? <laughs> like, you're like COVID-19. Oh, get away! Yeah. Like you got a little kitty or something there? Like, dude. No. Yes. Okay. It's now COVID. Back, back three feet up. Okay. It's okay. Yeah, I know. It's amazing how this whole situation COVID. has Jara made you COVID. more aware. And now right. that when people do come up on you, it's kind of like, wait, this used to be okay. And now it's like, oh, this is not okay. Yeah. 
I, okay, I'm, I have a question. When yes. you go on something like Winnie the Pooh or Haunted Mansion. Why do we both use that example? Do they, do they like <laughs> wipe off the vehicle? The, the, the wall of slime? Or like the handrail that you hold on to or I don't know. No, so there is hand sanitizer before you get on every ride and when you get off every ride for your use, if you so choose. Um, they are cleaning rides at what appears to be at maybe once an hour. They'll shut a ride down for five or ten minutes. Mm. You'll always notice if the line just stops for five or ten minutes. You're like, oh, wait, they're cleaning. And they'll they'll maybe, let's say, Splash Mountain or Haunted Mansion, they'll run all the cars through empty and spray them all down. And then run them around again. So you know if you're in a line that maybe said it was a 20-minute wait and it's gotten to be 25. Actually, they've been estimating the lines ahead of time. So if you're in a wait, a line that says 20 minutes and you've waited more than 10 minutes, it, they're probably cleaning the ride. So it's, it's pretty much everything. It's just standby. You just go stand in line for everything? Or, I mean, is that how it's working now? Yes. So obviously no fast passes at all. Everything right. is just, you know, check the wait time. Uh, I will say again, they are overestimating wait times for the most part. We have walked on almost every ride with the exception of Splash Mountain, which has been super popular. And the studios, the studios, we waited in line for almost everything between 20 and 40 minutes. Mm. So yeah. Rise of the Resistance, you can just go and wait for that? So that is the one exception. You still have to do a virtual queue or a boarding group. So you like have to on be your in the phone. Mm -hmm. Like in the they morning. Do them at, do right it. now they're doing them at 10 o'clock in the morning and 2 o'clock in the afternoon. But I have heard the 2 o'clock groups tend to be backup groups, which is why everyone crushes into the studios right when it opens so they're in there for that 10 o'clock group that was definitely the busiest atmosphere mm. that we have faced by far yeah and i'm actually disappointed to hear that because when i heard that they were doing two um boarding groups i thought well this is actually a good idea you know uh, we're, mm -hmm. we're spreading things out like you don't have to get up at the butt crack of dawn and head over to the parks if you want you could you could relax a little bit you know have your lunch and then head mm -hmm. over and then but but what you're saying is you might be lucky if they get to you. Then. Right. I think if Rise of the Resistance is your priority, you should still try to be there before 10. Um, if Rise of the Resistance is, oh, excuse me, Rise of the Resistance <laughs> isn't your thing, then I would say definitely wait a little bit longer because that was the only park that had a super huge crowd at opening. Everywhere else, um, you tend to get there. We're early risers. We get to the park about 30 minutes before a posted opening, and they're usually already letting people in. So let's just say the park opens at 9. I would advise getting there at 8.30. Um, you'll just walk right in. There's no rope drop. They're not holding people back. You just walk to the ride of your choice, and they'll start letting you ride. So I'm curious no. because – oh, sorry, Jen. No, I just want to know when, when do you get your temperature checked and all that kind of stuff? So when you're coming Did in, they from use the a regular lot, thermometer. <laughs> no, wait, there's so many things I can say right there. Um, Family podcast. That's right. That's no, right. I meant I don't know what you guys are thinking. I meant the forehead <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah, it's the it's the forehead oh. thing. Um, we have mostly been driving, even staying at the hotel, because some of the uh, transportation between the hotels has been a little sketchy. So when you walk in from the parking lot uh, before you get to security, they will take your temperature. Um, walking over from, let's say, the Swan to the back entrance of Epcot, you'll walk past the Skyliner, wait in line for them to take your temperature, then security, and then the ticket. 
Okay, you know, so if you're walking the magic from band. the Swan to the back of Epcot mm-hmm. in July, August, Florida temperatures, oh. are you not like internally overheated in a mask in a boot so when they take your temperature if you have one do they set you aside for a little bit so you can cool down or it's like too bad i I see where you're going there so yeah they have a um tent set aside yeah for people who might be just overheating temporarily they have a a tent with what looks like fans or maybe even it looked like a little mini AC unit in a tent. They have a place for you to sit down. I think they give you 10 to 15 minutes um, max to cool down and check it again. Um, and then either, you know, I didn't actively see anyone being turned away, but I'm sure that it happens. I've but, seen a lot of videos where they debunk that, that you're not, that your temperature doesn't get affected by. By just being yeah, sweaty. That it's, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was pretty sweaty and hot, and, and I was you didn't fine. have a temperature. I mean, okay. I think I think it well, I had can. a temperature, but it, not a fever. Okay. It depends on. <laughs> it just depends on how severe the temperature is. I mean, you can die from being in temperatures that are too hot, and that's because your body overheats. So it's right. it definitely is a possibility. But I think well, I don't. I'm know that sure it you can too. also die from drinking too much water. But how many people die from walking around Disney World, though? That's I, mean, right. I don't know. They no. would never tell you. <laughs> That's true. They send you off site, don't they? Yeah. And then, they, right. they drag your corpse into the woods, and uh, <laughs> you're not allowed to die on Disney property. I remember that was a rumor. Really we've gone, we've gone world, into but... dying in the corpse being dragged into the woods. <laughs> really? It's it's awfully early. Hey, man, it's a dark time in American there. society, John. What do you want me to tell you? <laughs> I know, cheapers, creepers. Oh my! Hey, Jenna, because because we haven't we haven't actually asked many people about it, and and really, I think. I was at the premiere just beforehand. What did you think about the runaway railway? Did you do it? Oh my gosh, yes. So that was maybe the longest line we we stayed in. It mm-hmm. was great. I thought it was a really great ride for the whole family. It was uh, it was still kind of kid oriented where they could appreciate the Mickey and Minnie, but it was still had enough exciting moments where adults could enjoy it too. I was I was super pleased. I was skeptical going into it, but I thought it just had a little bit enough of everything, like enough fun, enough fast, slow. Right. You know, it just looks amazing. Anything. I'm so irritated. I haven't ridden it. Yeah, it me was, too. And I don't a, know. I don't know when I will. It was I a thought, big thumbs up from both of us. Even my husband yeah. has never seen a Disney cartoon or hardly a Disney movie. He thought it was a fun ride and said he would be willing to wait in line to ride it again, which is a big deal. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it, it, it's kind of echoing my sentiments about it. I mean, I'm, I'm still a little bit sad about the the great movie ride going away, um, just because I, I still love those big animatronic nostalgia, yeah, those, yep, those kind of things. But um, the, you know, the 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 ride itself was was definitely fun. The only odd part, and let's see whether you thought the same thing. Like when you went into that the one big room where there was a whole lot of open space, and the, the, all the scenes were around the edge. It, it almost felt like you got lost in that room. Well, there was just—I felt like the whole ride there was a lot going on. Like I can't right. wait to ride it again, so I can yep. focus a little better. I felt like every every scene, every different part of the ride, maybe yep. was a little overwhelming for the right. first time with the movement and the movie and the changing rooms frequently. I mean, it's what made it exciting, but it did make it a little hard to follow. Yes. 
Okay. Yeah. No, I, it was, I think it was in the, like the Western room or something like that, where it, it just, I, it seemed to me like the room had a lot of space in the middle and, and, you know, mm-hmm. it kind of, as you're moving around, it, it just felt a little strange where a lot, m- many of the other scenes you were, you know, trailing one behind another and you weren't, you know, all the cars weren't in the room. And so it just should felt we be a lot. issuing a spoiler alert. Oh, should we? Yeah. Oh, I don't no. know. I don't know, but I mean, hey, it's been it wasn't been fit, out forever, and the video is really on specific enough. Yeah, but we did yeah, post the video. Ian's right; the so. video has yeah. been out, so I think it's. Yeah. Um, I think the surprise is. I just thought it was a great family ride. Really so does it. does anybody know the the answer to uh, my aunt Pat asking the question? Are they going to be resuming parades and fireworks before the end of the year? You know, does does anybody have? I mean, there's no official info. I just checked. Did you? Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm thinking you're I'm gonna thinking, be lucky if maybe no. New Year's, maybe if we're uh, clear of this thing, maybe you might get that. But I, I think we're in kind of, you know, wind down, low budget sort of. Uh, let's. And they're uh, they're also too afraid thing. about like crowding because you know fireworks is a nightmare anyway. So. Right. Yeah. Well, kind of, kind of uh, segueing into that, they they announced uh, what was it today or yesterday, basically that they're reducing hours for all four theme parks in September. Yeah, Janet, I saw commented about this. So the Magic Kingdom is now going to going to close an hour earlier at six p.m. Uh, Epcot is closing two hours earlier at seven p.m. So that always used to be the one where if the other theme parks closed early you could at least go to epcot, but epcot and stay doesn't later. even open till 11 i know right. right so it's not like it opens at nine and closes at seven it's 11 so it's 11 to seven to seven okay and Hollywood. the poor restaurant wait staff it just kills them really just oh yeah i mean they're just now getting going again the wait staff at the restaurants in epcot we talked to a couple different waiters and waitresses and they're just now getting going making some money again with being open till nine they can have a regular shift and basically now they're telling them they're going to have a shift that's maybe only <laughs> two hours two hours yeah. shorter yeah, yeah. Uh, plus food and wine's coming up isn't it i mean that i thought it started it's I already going it... on <laughs> Oh my gosh! They're doing it. They started so, it when it opened. So out of touch. I, 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 yeah, it's just amazing. It's kind of a weird combo. It's kind of like the Flower and Garden Festival and the Food and Wine Festival got together and they had a baby festival, and that's <laughs> right. what's happening right there. That's We've always they have all the with... souvenirs that never got sell- mm-hmm. sold, was... so they got to sell them during yep. the other festival. You know, we predicted this many times back, Intercut Consulting, that eventually it would just be <laughs> the Flower and Garden Food and Wine Festival because they would just keep it running throughout yep. the whole year. And what and did they do? They used to have another one. Like they should add like that art thing in there. Festival, festival of the Masters. Of the festival of the, masters. Festival festival of the Food and Wine Art <laughs> Masters. Masters, yes. Flower. Flowers. flowers. <laughs> festival of the flowers, flowers. food and wine master so festival. Just uh Hollywood Studios is going to be closing at seven, also an hour earlier than usual. And Animal Kingdom will open an hour later each day at 9 a.m. and close an hour earlier than usual at 5 p.m. 
So basically, they're just going to like sell peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at the gate for $15 and be like, have a good day, guys. It's super fun. <laughs> They've gotten rid of all their nighttime 15. stuff. That right? would be a bargain. Yeah. I think it's probably more like $29.95. Oh, Amanda checking in with the uh, interesting tidbit. The electrical water pageant apparently isn't running either. Really? No, wait a minute. That one's no. out in the middle of the water. Like, I what know. does that have to do? I would that. Yeah, socially distanced for that one. Can't <laughs> I you? mean, you know, it's like really hard to kill them for any of this stuff, though. Like they haven't made money in like five months. I mean, you know, well, like I think they had to cut budgets in a lot of places. Well, I mean, if they did that one now, it would just be for the NBA people. They're already getting enough. Like, right, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> True. I don't know. We're going to stay at Polynesian next week. I sure wish it was running. You know, we're paying to yeah, stay. Right. And uh, my brother is headed down in a couple weeks, and they booked this uh, quite a long time ago. In our yeah, but you're only uh, paying. No, what I'm saying is there are people, my brother and his family are headed down in a couple weeks and they paid full price. They booked this a year ago. They oh, wow. have park hoppers. They have everything they, you know, paid for a full experience that, that they're now not getting. And I, I feel bad for people who, who didn't, who are not taking advantage of crazy deals. People who booked like you normally would, we all would have booked our stay a year in advance, we would have paid for these expensive tickets and picked out all these meals six months in advance that are all now not happening. Yeah, and you know, the sort of unfortunate thing, and again, you know, I'm not going to kill them for this because this is uncharted waters, you know, so it, it you can't really blame them. But, you know, you weren't able to, there was only a finite period where you could sort of cancel your trip, you know, mm-hmm. without, um, without penalty and and right. you know unfortunately because his fell in the time outside of that even though it's a dramatically different experience than what he you know would have expected to get um it they you know they didn't have that chance so right so so basically they're not allowing folks to modify or well, book at a lower rate or anything like that or i thought you book at a lower rate no yeah and it depends i believe Oof. that he actually booked through a dvc uh, resale and um, which you know at the time seemed like a, a, a good deal but now right. maybe isn't so much of a good deal but you know yeah. you just never know yeah so yeah we I mean I don't, I'm not sure what else what else you can do but uh, yeah. just kind of roll with the punches so yeah and again, the, it, you know. it's sort of it's uncharted waters right like well I think that a certain amount of it goes to like, even if you've had this trip planned for a year, not specifically your relatives, but anybody. Mm-hmm. And if you're still going and you know that everything's closed, you're making a personal choice. Right. Like they're, they're completely transparent with the fact that you're going to get three hours in each park and you're going to be eating a, you know, Service. Service. Like yeah, because right. a lot of the restaurants are closed. Yeah. You, how how would yeah? I was going to ask yeah, uh, what your dining job. experience we'll was. Dining, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, our our last week we had made a lot of table service reservations. Um, even see, with this the is the part that stinks. Oh. Um, so we <laughs> we modified them and picked other table service restaurants. We especially wanted to pick a table service each day in the park for lunch because we knew it would be hot. And we knew yeah. we wanted somewhere cool in the air conditioning to take a little break during the day. I highly recommend, especially in this last bit of summer, if you're going for the day, definitely try to make a reservation for lunch. Uh, the quick service options are limited. They make you, um, you cannot go in. So let's just say you want to go have lunch at Pecos Bill. You have to pull it up on your phone. You're not allowed to go inside. 
you pull it up on your phone and you have to do a mobile order. And when they tell you your mobile order is ready, you hold your phone up and show the cast member at the door and then they will let you and your family inside to the air conditioning to eat. They're also only allowing a certain number of orders per time slot. So let's say you want to eat at 1230 in the afternoon. Well, you might have to plan that at 1130 to place your order because if you show up at 1230 to place a mobile order and they're inside of the restaurant is already at capacity, they will not even let you place an order. Is that just, so, I mean, is that just because they don't want people standing around or queuing outside to come in and get the order? Because I would imagine the capacity inside would be similar, but. Well, except they've spaced all the tables. If you think about the inside of one of these quick service restaurants, oh, you know, all the tables I just meant, have to be. I just meant the cooking capacity rather not the, uh, not the, not the obvious capacity of I the folks I think it's all based there. on that they, they don't want to let too many people inside the restaurant to sit down and eat at a time. Right. So they've severely right. limited your actual ability to order and get food. And some of these parks only have two or three quick service options open out of a normal, you know, six or seven. So I would say definitely number one tip is plan your meals in advance. That has been huge, huge, because there are so few options open. And there's absolutely no sit-downs. Like, you can't go in anywhere. Mm, well, no, you can. You can make a, a reservation for a sit-down in advance. I would definitely say that most places, if you don't already have a reservation before you show up at the park, they will turn you away. Um, especially Animal Kingdom. Um, I think the only sit-downs at Animal Kingdom right now are um, Yak and Yeti, Rainforest Cafe, and Tiff Tiffins? Tiffins? Tiffins. Yeah. Tiffins. Yeah, That's Justin's um, favorite place. He loves Tiffins. Yeah. So if you don't have a reservation at one of those places before you show up at Animal Kingdom, they're going to turn you away. Severe thunderstorm warning, people. Gosh. Severe thunderstorm oh warning. Gosh. Oh my gosh. This just did. This, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Like there. I was like. <laughs> this just did. Severe thunderstorm <laughs> like, warning. Storm tracker 12. It's like the warning that we haven't talked about weather oh my yet. Gosh. Stand by. You, yeah. you guys talk amongst yourself. I'm going to hit the snooze button on the weather alert. Okay. <laughs> so I have a question. Seeing okay. as you've been there, I read an article that a lot of people are going but without their kids because they don't want to take their kids to be <laughs> subjected to COVID or the possibility or of getting COVID. So COVID when you were probably. there, did you notice many like children? Yeah. Or was it I mostly still... adults? No, I've still seen plenty of children. Uh, and they're the ones that seem to tolerate everything the best. They don't seem to mind the masks. They don't seem to mind the standing on the lines. Um, no, we've seen plenty of families. Now, uh, locally, school, <laughs> online learning or in-person school here in the counties right around the theme parks starts up this week and next week. So I s expect to see less kids in the next couple weeks. But we've seen plenty of families, big families. Okay. It's so yeah. interesting. I mean, I guess it is tempting because there's no weights for anything, right? Nope. So if you can subject yourself to everything else, it's a great time to not have to worry with fast pa about fast passes and all the other crap that you have to deal with, right? Uh, I feel... Yeah. Go ahead. No, no I was just going to say, I feel safer uh, at Disney World right now than I do at my Publix grocery store. I mean, um, more people, well, that's not saying much. you know, masks are required. <laughs> they require you to be socially distant. Um, we, we feel pretty darn safe at Disney. I will tell you the only times we felt uncomfortable was the studios was pretty busy. Yeah. And we, we also felt very uncomfortable at Disney Springs last week. Yeah. On you a mentioned week that when we were talking. 
Yeah, yeah that's and why was that? Like, I've heard so many people say that that Disney Springs is the one that like everyone is like, yeah. get, get me out of we, here. Yeah, we've been for lunch a couple times up until now and had a wonderful experience. We've been to Blaze, we've been to Homecoming during the day, very empty, a great experience. We went on Thursday evening, showed up at around. I want to say at around 6, 6.30 from the bus, got our temperature taken. Um, once we got inside Disney Springs, it was kind of like all rules were off. We saw people, well, see, that's the problem when there's no restaurants available in any resort, right? Right. And it was packed. Where else are you going to eat? There, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And even inside the World of Disney store, I know that they're, um, they counted us as we went in. They count people as you go out. But standing inside that store... There were quite a lot of people. And then we ate dinner at the boathouse, which I have to say, dining wise, was a fantastic experience. But I could reach out and touch the table next to us. Oh, I, no. I guarantee you that they had more than 50% capacity inside that restaurant. And while it was delicious, we will not be back to Disney Springs in the evening anytime soon. Yeah. yeah. How that feels. That's, yeah. Not good. Not good. So, I wonder yeah. if that has to do with the fact that all of these restaurants aren't actually owned by Disney. Oh, yeah, I was thinking that myself. Although they're they're mostly like, yeah, but, but it's still, not like they're like, um, yeah, I don't know what you. It's just call they it. don't like, have a good way. Brands, yeah, have, you know, they don't have a good way to control capacity because, sure, they say they close down the parking decks when they get full, but now you have all the people coming from resorts. You have people right. walking from the but, Disney Springs resorts. Yeah, but inside the restaurants is the puzzling thing to me. Like it it, it's busy. easy to control capacity in a restaurant. Okay, you just right. you know you and you know like here in Hilton Head, they've got like blue painters tape over the restaurant or over the the tables you don't sit in, and that makes sure that everybody's spaced evenly and stuff like that. And and then quite frankly, if they don't have room inside, you wait outside and you have to distance out there. Although there have been a few occasions during the season here where the tourists are, you know, a little bunched. Oh, sure. Blame the tourists. Start, start getting a little freaked out. But well, I'm just trying to stay safe. Yeah. Ian. yeah. You the know. upside with being in Seattle this summer is none of the tourists are here because all the cruises are canceled, all <laughs> yeah. the conventions are canceled. So it's just us. It's just the locals. You and we barely like each other anyway. So you and the rioters. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, right? Hampshire uh, City's on fire, right? Yeah. Right. I kid. I kid. But uh no. Yeah, I, I mean it's been it's been an interesting summer, that's for sure. I mean, actually, we were we were trying to debate how to use our DVC points. So you know, our our big sixty points. Sell them to Janet. Well, here's the <laughs> here's the problem. So we had carried over, I think, fifty points from last year. Yeah, so you can't uh, you can't roll more. And every, everybody's like, oh, you are they not were, letting you do it again? Sixty like, plus fifty. Crazy. No, because you know, I mean, the 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 DVC thing works on you know, certain capacity and certain number of people owning yeah, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so you, it's like a very complicated, like legal arrangement. Right. So, I mean, because it's a timeshare and you know, they don't like me to say that word. I'm sure oh. <laughs> it's vacation ownership. It's not timeshare. Welcome um, home. <laughs> I know. Welcome home. Um, so we were trying to decide what to do with, you know, our points. Cause we have to spend, these mm -hmm. 50 that we carry this so the way dvc works okay for those who are on it i just assume everybody knows but not everybody does know so you get an allotment of points every year right and so you can either spend your points in that year towards vacation accommodations or you can 
bank your points and carry them into the next year. And you can even borrow from a, a year in advance of the current use year backwards. So technically, like if I have to put this in simple math, if I've got 60 points, technically this year, if I had 60 points from last year and 60 points from the current year and 60 points from the next year, I could actually spend 180 in this year and have no points in the previous year and no points in the future year. Now, however, they have thrown a monkey wrench into that too. They I, they haven't allowed you to borrow from future years now. They've changed things. Uh. I, got, I got some sort of notice the other day. I'm like, how can they do that? I thought that was part of the deal that I signed that I could do this. Mm. But anyway, so we were trying to figure out what to do with the 50 points. So um, we've ended up uh, booking a couple days down at Vero and uh, a day at Hilton Head. We just decided we were going to, I mean, as, take a staycation. Yeah, as absurd as that sounds, we, we were like, yeah. oh, we'll just go stay over there. We'll use the pool. We'll go over to the beach house. We'll order drinks. It'll be fun and do that kind of thing. So, yeah, it's a little staycation action. But uh, but rather than go into the parks, I just I don't know if I'm quite ready yet. And I it, there's too many unknowns. Mm -hmm. you know just for I'm me to not wearing a mask in the theme park that's the long. big thing for me ian honestly and janet i mean how did you deal with that because like for me i i look i wear the mask because you're supposed to wear and i don't want to kill anybody in the whole nine yards blah 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 whatever but i hate it and three quarters of the yeah. time, like i like 90 percent of the time i guarantee you i go to go to the store and i get five minutes down the road and i'm like crap and I, I don't have a mask <laughs> the, the moment, go back there's none in my car i should but just buy like 20 of them and like Keep michael does we have a box in our center console yeah. just in case yeah. i mean michael yeah. done yeah he's got like 20 you could you I could do. just send me a few right i know <laughs> i know well just do what i do and just continue buying them until you find something you like and then you never like yeah. them and now i have like a million <laughs> <laughs> so but that, but that's what happens i just i forget and i head down the road and so but but the bottom line is i, I just hate it's, i hate wearing them but yeah. i do it because i have to but i hate it you know it's you're there like you follow the rules right yeah, yeah. i don't really but, like it either it, it and I, I mean i i will admit maybe it's a little bit over dramatic but i just don't like it i mean it's just uncomfortable and it bothers me and well, i can't I wait to take anybody off likes it but no, you know what? Honestly, I'm the only one in my family that complains about it. Everybody else is sort of I like, yeah, that doesn't so bother me. <laughs> Ian, I got to tell you, I, 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 this will be this will be the story. So, so I I am so irritated by wearing masks and the whole mask thing that we were talking about it, and I got so upset about it after we were we were having our fun weekend. We were going to have a fun weekend because you know the times have been pretty stressful. It's been let's weird. be honest. Okay. Yeah. It's been there. You and you yeah, move. Yeah. It's, been, it's been kind of weird. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, you know, we were out, we were like having a nice lunch or whatever. And then the subject turned to masks and the virus and the whole nine yards. And, and I'm talking with my wife and I just like, I start losing it again and I back into a tree. Oh no. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. Totally did it. Oh no. Oh no. Totally did it. It's the mask thing is is a lot. It's a I'm lot in the summertime right now. Especially uh, mask, in the summer. Yeah. 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 So it's actually been kind of our most limiting factor. I mean, 
I'll be honest with you. The first day I went, which was a, one of the annual pass holder preview days, I yeah. got in at Animal Kingdom. Wouldn't have been my first choice to spend a July day. But you know what? Once I got in there, I was like adrenaline. So happy to be here. I'm finally awesome a local. Bar. And I yeah. kind of like that day, the mask was like not a big deal, right? I was just right. so pumped to be back. Um, now, especially going a couple days in a row, um, yeah. you just get to the point, let's say you went, you got to animal kingdom at seven 30, eight o'clock in the morning by one o'clock. We're just done. We're done with the mask. We're done with the heat. You got to get back in, whether you came by Disney transportation, you got to wear that mask all the way back to your hotel. If you drove your own car, thankfully, the minute you get in the parking lot around nobody or back in your own car, you rip that thing off and and either wash it or hope you have a dry one for later because it is a sweaty, nasty mess <laughs> after a few hours. So the question then. So, you know, in the in ye olden times back <laughs> in the 70s when, you know, you used to only have one park to go to and stuff and you would come back in the afternoon, you'd chill out at the resort and you'd cool off mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So did you have you found yourself doing like that kind of stuff? I mean, where you're yeah. just enjoying the resort more, chilling out. I mean, are the pools open? Uh, yes, How weather permitting. So, welcome to Florida. Uh, at right, the Swan right. last week, the pools were open, but we had storms every afternoon, and they closed the pool if lightning is within ten miles. So, right. almost every afternoon, the pool was closed for three or four hours. We're hoping next week at the Polynesian. <laughs> that maybe we can enjoy the pool a little bit more, but. Do you have to wear your mask at the pool? <laughs> In the pool? That's, That's a good great question. question. No, it's yeah. a great question. So Fantastic. you have to wear your mask going down to the pool. Um, you got all the way up until the point where you sit down in your chair, you know, and the chairs are spaced out from other parties. You can take your mask off. We didn't worry about putting our mask on just walking to get in the pool so from our chair to the pool I we didn't have a mask on yeah oh but we did you know if we went over to get a fresh towel or um go over to order a drink or something we definitely put it back on walking around right. the pool deck area um yeah. and like i said we'll see how it differs between staying at the swan is a little bit of a different animal than uh polynesian so i'll be happy to report back in after next week uh, how things are over there. I've heard that the pool capacity at the Polynesian is uh, pretty limited. Yeah. Um, it's a smaller it's pool very, anyway. It's actually a reasonably right. small pool. And the, yeah. resort, it's, the resort didn't reopen as planned, so it'll only be DVC folks. Um, oh. So, yeah. So hopefully um. it'll be a pretty small crowd. Oh, that'll be, that won't be bad then. Yeah. We've also, you know, we've monorailed around um yeah definitely. and so what's been your experience and as far as that oh by the way that, we didn't we see something where uh, some people got stuck on the monorail the other day and yeah. they told them to take the glass take out the glass out or something that know, would so be they, my dream what yes <laughs> like they actually <laughs> told them to remove the, glass. the monorail i'm on it <laughs> <laughs> like you know it was so hot that they yeah literally the removed the glass panels yeah i would i would jump out the window i don't yeah, think i could even no. remotely survive in those conditions yeah so man, I man dies from like, jumping even really <laughs> monorail train like, news we, at 11 the last time we were there like i didn't this even just really did. want to after jumping from monorail train 
Go jumped ahead. into I'm Bay Lake. The, I'm assuming the monorails <laughs> obviously aren't packed full like I remember them being because I can't imagine being stuck in ha- there with like 900 people in your little cubby. Do they have any dividers or anything in the monorail? Because I thought I saw yeah. some pictures that, that yeah. had that. So again, these are the little details we don't know about. Right. So, so far we have been on the monorail, the ferry boat, the Skyliner, and a bus. Okay. Each one being a little bit different situation. The monorail, they load they load you. They tell you what car to go into. Okay. Um, the so, old days. Yeah. yeah. And so, so the, like, ask how many are in your party. This resort monorail. This is this. Remember, remember when the doors didn't yeah. uh, automatically close and they had to close for it? Yeah. <laughs> they would come up and they'd be like. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I we had no remember. trouble waiting for a monorail, although the monorail to Epcot is still not open, which is pretty right. disappointing for staying at the Polynesian. Come on, theme. man. Yeah, Come on, man. Yeah. Um, Come on, man. They keep you really <laughs> spaced apart on the monorail. Uh, the buses, maybe they let 20 to 25 people on per bus, and that is it. They also tell you where to sit. They ask you in how the, many people are in your in party. The, the Skyliner, we call it the Cone oh, of COVID. Cool. <laughs> no, the, the Skyliner's awesome. The no, I mean, no, I love the Skyliner. Yeah. But I'm just like picturing they move so rapidly and people going in, I just can't be imagine it being as clean as. Well, it's it's funny when the Skyliner before the Skyliner opened. I think we had some conversations. I maybe even had conversations. I know I think with Ian and maybe even with John about my gosh, these things are going to be so hot when it's yeah. hot. No, out. they're not. They're great. No, they're not. The airflow in them is great. Really they 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 were actually built for COVID. I know that sounds crazy, but they're only letting one party in per um, car. The line moves super fast. They literally. Nice. It's the best transportation method they have right now to get people around. Better than better and faster moving. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a small it's, it's been great. No, oh, Ian's such a hater on this. I Skyliner. know he really is. He really is. It's been great. Skyliner has been the best, easiest way to get around it, by far. It is relaxing. It's fun to ride. Yeah, it's absolutely. a great way to see the property. I like. It's I like really a- love it. I, it's I like agree. relaxing in we the box. It. They put you in prison when you're really bad, you know? <laughs> we love it. Stick them in the box. In the box. Ten days in the hole. No, it's not. I mean, I used to love the... It's great. I love that. used to love the Skyway in the Magic Kingdom. And these are... I mean, in those nice wide open cars where you could see... It's really... Uh, have you been in it? He's not uh, been Mr. in I've it. never I seen just, it's a wonderful life. Out of it. He's like, such a hater. I, know. I, love I, just, it. I just troll. I love it. It's like my favorite thing. It really I love is. it. Have you been yeah. on it, Michael? When was the last yeah. time you were? Yeah, really? I didn't know that. Um, I stayed at the beach club, hater. <laughs> when? <laughs> um, January? This last yeah. year. I was there for the, the marathon. Oh God, January! That's you right. know that was like there. six months or seven months ago. But it's I know that's like, that's like two years. years. Remember, like I randomly like decided I was going to go three days before a run. I got yes. Nice. Life was uh yes, indeed. Life was yeah. easy. He was there. No, I, I I agree. Like I I liked it so much it makes me want to stay at a resort along mm-hmm. the Skyliner. So I really do think it's a selling point. Um, I I was like Ian. I was down on it when. It first came up, and I I was monorails everywhere. That's what it I wanted so to say. But relaxing. the reality is, I wrote it twice, just all the way around. Yeah, yes. so did we, I. Yeah, we went last weekend just 
we we walked over to it just to take a ride. We weren't taking it anywhere. We just went around in a big circle, had a nice time. <laughs> the day that I went from the studios to Epcot, it was like a dream. <laughs> It was right? so relaxing. I had got coffee halfway through. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, that too. They have like the coffee shop at the at the transfer point. I just don't see how it could not be hot. I'm I'm still it's not. Hot. It's so it's breezy. Hot. It's like it's amazing. It's yeah, but who a 98 degree breeze does no. not help it's some Disney. It's air cooling. It's air cooling. I kind of agree with Ian because I haven't been on it, but it's I'm great. really hoping the rest of you are. It's surprising. I think, I think you will be pleasantly surprised at the air cooler. I would have ridden it in the summer, but because I'm imagining riding inside of an oven, like across. <sighs> and he will it, it purposefully. Ian will never ride it just so he can complain about. I kind it. I kind of picture like it's like getting into your car in the summertime, and yeah, it's like right. an oh, oven. Like that's just, no, I know what you mean. Because there's no air like, conditioning. No. But, it, but your car is not constantly moving, and you can't roll the window. It's not. But you can't. Well, no, there are it sits in a park. It sits in the Walmart parking lot. You get out and it's 180 oh, degrees in I there. I mean, we know your car doesn't move because you hit a tree, John. But the rest of us are <laughs> cars. I did. I, did. I, I hit a tree. My car the only there. thing I thought would be questionable about the Skyliner was the like sitting in there with people you don't know because I was a party of one. So they would like stick me in with other parties, and you know me, I don't give, I don't give crap. But this one. <laughs> Group. Wait, hold on. Hold on. There was this couple, and they were fighting. <laughs> and they were fighting, and I was across from them, and I was like, oh, no. "Well, we're all in it now. Like, <laughs> you're like three feet from me, so I'm just gonna sit here and judge." Well, you. that's awkward. That well, the nice really thing awkward. is, uh, due to COVID, you're not gonna sit with anyone other than your own family. That's that, the upside, and that's great. So, so it is your own cone of COVID. So yes. Good. The COVID cone. It's like it's like on uh, Get Smart. You remember Get the cone smart. of silence? Cone of yes, silence. Cone of silence. Right. Yeah. That was what I was going for. Thank you. You complete me, Ian. Now, what <laughs> about the ferry? What me. about the ferry boats? How do they do that? Because it's yeah. not like there's seats on the ferry boat. No, nope. they're not. So, really. um, it's the same way they're actually treating some of the pre-shows or areas before you go into, let's say, a show. When you walk onto the ferry boat, there'll be a big. Um, Sorry, still trying to figure out this camera thing. A big circle sticker on the ground, and you're supposed to stand with your party on a designated circle sticker. And most people did that. They're spaced out really far from each other. And when every circle sticker has a party on it, they'll pull away, and then they'll make you kind of get so off the It's like the Twister. Ferry. It's like, yes, it is. Circle. <laughs> so it's the same thing right before the, uh, the bug movie. The, it's tough to be a bug. So what they do instead of all That's those people so packing, yeah. I'm so sorry. instead of uh, it's air conditioned, it's wonderful. It's air cool. Yeah, <laughs> and they air still cooling. and they still sprayed you with acid, which is amazing. Ew! Um, wow. COVID acid. <laughs> yeah, COVID acid. But so you walk down. Uh, they lead you. They ask how many are in your party, and then you go into that little underground cave area. And there's all these circles on the floor, and you stand with your party on a circle. Same thing with Muppet Vision 3D. Um, they only put as many people into that area as can stand on the circles and that's how many people also can fit into the theater with every other or every third row only being open and then there's seats blocked off in each row with big stickers pasted onto the seats that say do not sit here so even the shows that are open um you they're super spaced apart 
Um, but what it does mean is they can fit a lot fewer people into a show than normal. So we had to wait through three different showings of It's Tough to Be a Bug just to get Oof. into the theater. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, ouch. Yeah. Well, we were, we were hot. And so yeah. it's okay. Well, See, I don't know that. I don't know. I only ever, I didn't really ever go. I don't even know if I went to that at <laughs> Disney World. At Disneyland, you, like, there was never anybody in it. Like, you just. No, it's gone well, now, right? You and like 25 people. It's like Avengers yeah. Campus or whatever yeah. they're doing there. Something Alleged. like that. If it ever oh. opens again, Disney. Yeah, World. that may never that may never come to fruition now. Holding on to my reservation in October. If you could go back out. in time, go back a year, I would take out shares in like some decal sticker labeling company. Oh, plexiglass. I know, right? <laughs> plexiglass. plexiglass. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah you could make a fortune if you invested in a plexiglass oh, manufacturer. Yeah. Yeah. My goodness. Or heck, even a, even a mask company would be, uh, you know. Yeah. Did you see what Shane would? Shane said I he's actually very, very yeah. jealous yeah. of his parents. But instead of his trip to Sturgis there this year, they're doing 49 oh, days at Kudos Fort Wilderness That's awesome. in their new motorhome. Who is Shane Wood? Is doing his, his parents. His parents. Long time fan. Awesome. Yeah. Wow, his, yeah. So awesome. If I mean, I think that I'm just more scared of 49 days in an RV. That like made me start sweating just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, that mean, sounds well, a little tough. Folks do whole it's all summers and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I, I know they have RVs. Well, the the RVs so. aren't like they were when I was. Yeah, like, they're not. They're, it's the same. And RV yeah. resorts are not the same that we remember them being in the 70s. The K KOA campgrounds and the all that kind of stuff. No, it's it's not the same with the Jellystone National Park. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. The, uh, Jellystone. I saw one of them the other day, actually. I was I driving somewhere, and I, I, don't, hey, boo -boo. I don't remember where I was, but there was a sign. For, I, don't, I didn't even think they were still uh, – I didn't even think they were still a thing, but apparently they are. Uh, Apparently they are. So, uh, yeah, I mean, bottom line is, I mean, if you can, if you can put up with the mask, I think it's a not horrible time to go. I, I think I would honestly yeah. consider doing it. If number one, it wasn't 4,000 degrees. Cause you yeah, that's what would stop me from doing it. Is that Kelvin? Or, and number uh, two, <laughs> flying all the way from Seattle to Orlando would kill me. Like with a mask on for like six and a half hours. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Although they were saying that uh, the the chance of getting this on a airline is like ridiculously small. One in forty two hundred or something. I don't yeah, understand you saw how that's that possible. You're how in a tiny that? little. Yeah, it's not even that it scares me. It's that wearing the mask and you can't have any food and you can't have any drinks. And yeah, no, they're, they're no. loosening that up a little bit. And I'm going to yeah. offer up to pack an ice chest. I don't know. Like it's just too much. <laughs> so uh, pin trading, pin trading people. post COVID. If anybody wants pin, to know about people pin still trading, do that. Because yeah, I, I, like, I just saw yeah, a video. You have to cover your pin in Purell. Yeah, we've got four bags of pins that I probably Yeah, so they buy. have uh, limited pin trading in a few of the parks. We've seen uh, a couple pin boards in, let's see, uh, Animal Kingdom. Uh, I think there's three locations in Animal Kingdom. We've seen a couple locations in the Magic Kingdom. There's a pin board behind the counter, so it'll be in a, a gift shop or at their normal pin, uh, pin cart. Cool. They might have a small board. You give them your pin uh, without the back. Uh, you keep your back. You point to the pin you want off the board. They grab a little antiseptic wipe. Alcohol I was just going to say, did they like, you know, <laughs> they dip it in a, uh, in Yeah, they grab the pin first? off the board. Then wow. they put your pin in a bucket to be disinfected before it goes back on the board. So I have traded approximately 
four pins. Janet, you're still doing pin trading, which is amazing. I am obsessed with pin 20 trading. Twenty years Are later. You kidding? Twenty years later, I bought. Uh, I put down payment on my first house uh, with pin money. I bought oh my. my be, you know what? I, I need to a, talk I to Janet. I put like a fifty percent deposit on my first BMW with my pin. I'm, money. I'm not even. I'm not even kidding. I need to talk about it because my my pins have been in the closet for fifteen. Oh no! You need to talk Here. to Michael. Mm -hmm. oh, what? Okay. Come on, that Here was funny. There we go. That, that was funny. pretty good. That was a joke, I tell you. Hey. What? Yeah, it's I funny, no Abby. I can't zoom around in this room right now, but this is our our new house and up so, here in the upstairs. I think that, worth stuff. Yeah, I mean. I think my husband that you hung like done. 42 sets of pins on the wall oh when I moved gosh. in here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. So, so yeah. no, I mean, like it just for somebody, if there was somebody hypothetically that was trying to pare down his collection of asking Disney memorabilia, asking well, for a friend. Yeah, and, it's not the I've best got, time to be selling okay. collectibles because well, that's fine. all the people trying to pay their rent are selling their collectibles. Yeah, if you're interested you can, in selling your collectibles to me, I'm interested in buying. Well, and also a lot of people are not. <laughs> Do you see the curio cabinet back there? Yeah. Okay, that's all Disney classic collections. A lot of people I've been holding on because it's not a good time. Buying things from other people because they don't want to yeah. risk. Well, that you know, too. COVID. I would like for it to be known that I do not own a curio cabinet or a curio. I don't own a curio cabinet. They're not in the cabinet. They're just it's, around. I, don't know. I think I curio think cabinet is definitely something straight people have. I don't Look, know. Really? It's a <laughs> See, I, think I would think that that would be a big thing with, with the gay folks. Like oh. Oh my God. Just so everybody like I can trade with Michael this way and he knows that I'm I but it, so, don't be offended. It's no, just but a joke. okay. Let's let's assume that things get back to some sort of normalcy or whatever. I mean, how do you actually? It, it, this is wow. We've gone off. Is that ever going to happen? No, I'm but, totally yeah. interested. Like, what how, is normal but, now? But how do you? But I mean, yeah. Like, well, like, how do you value? Like, I've got no joke. Probably 400, 500 pins here, and I collected things Honestly, that John, I like. Four hundred and fifty of them are probably worth absolutely nothing. Really? Like just being real, like it there's depends. only a very small number of pins that have any, you know. Well, I collected theme, theme park attractions, which I tended to do, and then yeah. I focused also on global theme park attractions. Like, so I have some stuff from Disneyland Tokyo Paris, Disney Tokyo Disney, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Like, I I, I ended up. With some unique stuff, and I've got some limited edition things and stuff like that. I so, mean, Janet I mean, would know more than I would, but historically speaking, if they're not like very limited edition pins, is did you generally just focus not on that and just happen to, to get lucky that you had enough money to you know pay for half of a BMW? Well, so first of all, keep in mind, I what? sold when they were still like you know a, a, a hot thing, right? Like mm -hmm. right. I remember, like. For when around the millennium, they were like, yeah. you know, nuts. Yeah. I mean, okay. everybody wanted them. So I sold yeah. near the probably close to the peak. It wasn't, I won't say I sold to the top of the market because that, that's not true. I think I bought at the top. But of I've the got 20 year old <laughs> pins. Uh, I didn't, <laughs> I want to be clear. Like, something. I didn't make a profit on my pins. I just sold them. You know, like, I lost okay. money, I'm sure. But, yeah. but yeah. the, but there's only a, 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 a a limited number that are that have like reasonably significant well, value. Let me let me just put it in this context, okay? When I moved, I had my record collection, okay? And I was a DJ for 10 to 15 years, okay? I just sold it all. And I had some yeah. pretty rare crap and I just literally told my son I'm like 
go to the local record place, get what you can for it, bring me money, and I'm done with it because I'm not moving them to the new house. And I probably like tons of extended plays, EPs, rare stuff, all, all this at weird things from radio stations and stuff like that. So I probably gave away stuff that was worth money. I, I just don't want to do that again. Like with, with all this kind of That's stuff. That's why I like pins. Pins right? are small. Well, they are small. But how do you know? So where do you go? Where do you go to figure out? Where do you go to figure out what's, you know, what they're worth? eBay. Just really, I gotta go. I mean, up. there's not, yeah, there's really that. The other problem is like, there's no good, there's no really great way to clear you them out. Of eBay. I really want to hold on. It's over here. It's a, it's an, oh, no, I, I can't even say that anymore. I was about to say it's no. an audio oh. podcast, but it's not an audio podcast. No, I mean, I really would like to at some point eBay this. What is it? Did you steal oh, that? You stole a pillow. Dude. I did not. This no, is a game. I got a real the, one though. This is a real one. Ian no, stole it. That's did like you get giveaway. one of these? No, because it's like for noobs, like that don't actually stay there. Like I got the real thing. That's just like, oh look, he visited the castle. Like I got the real no, one. This well, this I have a towel from the castle that I <laughs> okay, let, me, stole. let me tell you, yeah. pal. That one night. <laughs> this was from the the grand opening before anyone stayed in it. And this was the Sweet Dreams pillow from yeah, I stayed in Cinderella. It. I know you did, but the <laughs> point is you know, the point is exactly like what three years and like three fourths of a podcast to come up again. Like, the point <laughs> the point being Michael's you can't, podcast Michael's on and he's like I was buy that you can't pillow. buy that pillow. No, you cannot buy that. Yeah. That's right. It's cute. This is, this is yeah. It I mean is cute. it's cute. It's embroidered. I, mean, collectibles are, I know collectibles are only worth what people are willing to pay I know. for them. Yeah. yeah. Well I mean, it's like I've got so the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train Magic Man that sold for six hundred <gasps> or seven hundred dollars, sitting on the shelf over here. Well, I've seen it on it? eBay. Well, I don't know. I I, I also, should. But... Just so we're clear, here's another life lesson from somebody who sold <laughs> thousands of things on eBay. Sorry, I was looking for my yes, card sir. key from the castle, but I couldn't find it. Uh, don't towel. believe everything that you see on eBay. Because right. what happens a lot, and Janet can probably tell you this, <laughs> if somebody's got something they want to sell, they'll yeah. get one. Of, they'll put it up for auction, get one of their friends to, to bid it up it. to some ridiculous number, yeah. and then, then all of a sudden, stairs. there's like this. Yeah, there's like this yeah. frantic frenzy. You know, the feeding yeah. frenzy. Just because something shows that it sold for six hundred, if there's a whole bunch of them that sold for that much, it's fairly reasonable to right. believe that that's what it's worth. All right. Yeah. The super no. hot commodity right now is the Minnie Mouse main attraction monthly uh, stuff that's being released. It was supposed to be released every month of this year. I don't know what that is. Um, yeah. So every month there were, of 2020, they were supposed to be releasing a special collection. Every month it was a plush, a lounge fly, a magic band, a set of pins, and I think a coffee mug. Uh, mm -hmm. For each month. And so the first couple months, it was fairly easy to get if you were at the park the day it was released. Uh, yeah. Then it moved to being sold online and all the eBay people or whatever immediately like jumped in and bought tons of them and resold them. Because if you bought January, February and you wanted the right. whole year, it was going to be super hard to get. Now they're mm -hmm. issuing what's called a merchandise pass. So you just go into a lottery. So let's say you want the oh, wow. uh, September collection. You have to sign up online. They draw your name out of a hat to give you the ability to buy the, uh, it's called the main attraction uh, set of merchandise this year. Okay. So if anyone's still interested in buying that, you have to go online to Shop Disney 
and okay. sign up for what's called I a merchandise like pass. So exclusive. Yeah. You're lucky. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, I mean, it. I'm just. I, I'm at the point where I'm ready to like pare down my tchotchkes. Like I just have too much. Mm. I like. I really like higher quality stuff, and I. I, I kind of just am ready to. Well, that's Something a good quarantine activity. I got Everybody's rid of that. got time on their hands. You can right. sort through all your stuff. See, this is why I never let people buy me Disney stuff because I've constantly told people <laughs> in my life I'm not a collector. I just like Disney, but I, I'll make the memories myself. <laughs> if I'm gonna yeah. have like, if I'm gonna have a lot of like Disney stuff, it's all the stuff on my Christmas tree. And you know what I do? I put it away, and I don't have to look at it for a year. You know what <laughs> I mean? See that's that's why I uh, I put up a uh, I'm still trying to figure I put up a Christmas tree. Oh <laughs> look at that! There's a awesome. Christmas tree in the corner. It's a uh, it's a frozen Christmas tree with all my Disney ornaments and all my magic bands, and I'm leaving it up. All See, that's loud, awesome. Buddy. Boom! If I had a separate Boom. room. I do that. If I did that here, it'd be on my in my kitchen. <laughs> that is. That is it. <laughs> magic bands. Oh of magic bands. Well, you know, Ian, you know, you'd probably be able to sell those for uh discount. I know, but they're not free anymore. Coming soon. Right. I literally I think I count oh, the last time yeah, I counted, I think bands. I have about a hundred and two of them. Like I just have right. I mean, I made we made a chain out of them the one time it was like thirty six feet long or something. There's so why we should talk you about magic them? bands, actually. Well, go ahead, talk about magic bands. Yeah, magic bands. bands. So um you need your if you either need your magic band or your ticket to get into the gate of whatever park you're in. But then past that, unless you want to charge something to your room, you right. don't need your magic band anymore. And so my husband, who kind of hates wearing the magic band, right. once we get in the gate, he rips that thing off. I put it in my bag. You don't need to wear a magic band anymore because it's not getting you on rides. Uh, the only ride that scans your magic band right now is Rise of the Resistance. Right. But, I mean, you can still yeah. use to purchase stuff if you want to. And yes. Like so that. if you're staying at a regular Disney resort, of course, we were at Contact the Swan last week, so we couldn't use it. Yeah. Um, but next week. But, wait, but if you're an annual pass holder, can't you? I mean, I just You can't it use it for payment. Stuff. What? No, not unless you're staying at the resort. I thought you could. Nope. No. And do they take cash or is everything like if you buy food, you got to do it through your phone, right? So all the signs say that we prefer contactless payment. <clears throat> so, yes, they will take cash. Um, they prefer not to take cash. The weird thing is that, so, for example, I bought something last week. I had it shipped home, so I didn't have to carry it. They're not doing um, package. You can't ship a package to the front of the park. You cannot ship a package to your resort. You can ship a package home for a fee. So, <laughs> well, as a as so, a Canadian, like I don't yeah. want to use, I can't use my debit card in the states. Well, I suppose I could, yeah. but then I'd have all these yeah. crazy service charges. So I would. Well, you could have, always use a credit can, card and I just could. pay cash yeah. on it later. You can yeah. even do it real time if you want. Yeah, I guess. So I'm hmm. I'm filling out the form to mail something to my house, and the cast member said he hands me the form and he says, "You have your own pen, right?" And I'm like. Because I carry a pen with me to the animal kingdom? No, I don't have a pen. And he says, okay, well, I can give you a pen to fill out the form, but then I'll have to sanitize the pen. Okay. okay. Oh, I'm sorry for inconveniencing you. I'll pray, I'll pray for you. <laughs> which, yes. I, which I would have licked that pen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Here, well, that's, here, on the back of the pen. Let me show you where I'd like to put this pen. <laughs> now, my pen, take that. 
Oh my! <laughs> well, that that almost uh, reminds me of the the cast members uh, yelling at the folks oh, getting Splash out of the uh, the sinking Splash Mountain. Oh yeah! Log. Did you guys see oh. that video? Yeah. So oh the log God. boat, the flume boat sank, you know and the people I, got out of it, and the cast members yelling at them like, "You should have stayed." Because you know, there's somebody. I I do not want to be the fat person in the boat getting sunk. <laughs> I would like to delete that. No yeah. one show it. I'm totally fine. Everything's good. I'm out. No. Right. But they got yelled at. They got yelled at for abandoning the sinking boat. Abandoned Which, boat. Abandoned. I mean, the captain must stay with the ship. Yeah, I know. Wait, well, don't it's we a safety issue. You know? like, show here. Are we missing stuff? Are we supposed to talk about what? Mulan. That's what the thing. We yeah, Mulan. Oh, well, that's one of the things we've got. We've got well, stuff over here. I've got. I've got. You know, we've got. We still that. got some time. Yeah, yeah, but go ahead. Let's talk about Mulan. Go ahead, Michael. I'll what are they it. doing? I don't care. Like, what are I'm, they doing? Explain. Oh, so Disney Plus is going to offer it for streaming for right. 30 bucks. You do get to keep it for the whole time that you have Disney Plus, so it's not like it is a one-time purchase. You can watch it as many times as you want. It is and it's not like it expires after 48 hours or anything. Um, I honestly don't care. Like, I, I have been dying to see this for so long. Like, I, I was just distraught. Really? What it didn't show in the theater. I'm actually more upset that we're not going to get to see it on the big screen because yeah. it looks phenomenal, right? So I'll definitely, I don't know, 30 bucks. I figure if I can get three people that I know aren't infected to come over, then it'll be worth it. Right. The movie is like 20 bucks in Seattle. So, yeah. Like I mean, I, that is a good if point. You, if you had a family, then yeah. 30 bucks you're like well if i took them all to the theater then yeah i could figure 30 bucks but if i'm just a single person by myself yeah. i don't know that i'm spending 30 bucks it yeah, would I have to like if i went to the movies and i got popcorn and a drink it would be more than 30 dollars. so it's still fine yeah but they're not giving you popcorn or a drink yeah but i can have vodka <laughs> i can have vodka and here's a question well, we so if you want to watch it in bars what so. day is it coming out september 4th is that what okay, it's so Labor Day weekend, I think. Let's so if you want to watch it when it first comes out, you got to pay the 30 bucks. If I wait a year, eh, will it be free? Well, not even a year. It'll be it's on a, Disney Plus. Oh, it'll be on Disney Plus in six Once months. The, they ha, they're probably having to do this. I have a feeling it has to do because of the Oscars. So once they announce the Oscar nominations, because that's they pushed it back six months, so it has to release somehow. So I have a feeling this is all why they're doing all this. So it you has think? to be somewhere. Yeah, because they're not. So do you wonder? Them. I mean, it, it just in along the same vein, I saw where uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, the the latest movie, is coming out. It's going to be in limited theatrical release and also some sort of pay per view so kind of. Right. Thing. Really? Yeah, oh, I, I think I'm so just looks putting so that straight on oh. Cinemax. I don't know. Like, <laughs> no, but I'm I'm just saying it's the same sort of thing. So I mean, you know, do you do you pay the the money and uh, you know? Oh, no, I'm paying. I may pay them for that on HBO in three months. Like, I mean, come on. But it'll be on Disney Plus in three months. So I mean, what's the What's the difference? Yeah, I think that a lo I think that they have too much money to make on Mulan. Like they yeah. they spent a hundred million dollars on it. Like they have to figure out a way to recoup so, it. They're gonna. Well, I mean, some 
some of the big movies are just pushing till next summer now. I mean, Top Gun is now going to be next right. summer. Yeah, and the Sopranos movie pushed to next summer. A lot. There's of a Sopranos movie. Yeah. yeah. Where have you been? How are they going to do that without Tony? It's, his, it's James Gandolfini's yeah. son. His son is playing Tony. What? Yeah, like young a, Tony. younger Tony. Yeah. <gasps> like a prequel. It's called like oh Gangs God. of Newark or something. I forget what it is. Where have you been? That's, That's been news for like I, three I, years. I, I, He's been moving. I've, yeah, I've been. <laughs> What Not heck? for the last three years. No, Holy you know what? I don't even know that I've seen that. And like, when's when's the last time you saw a movie trailer anywhere? Yeah, like, right. Going to the it's, movie, uh, so I don't know what's coming. Like, it, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's David Chase too. So I mean, it's legit all the way. Yeah, you know. that'll be good. Oh, I'm actually excited about that now. Thanks for letting me know. That's yeah, a good thing I showed up for the podcast eight tonight. Months to see it. I know, but but no, I mean, the thought is, I mean, really, do you guys see? Movie theaters opening this year? Allegedly, I mean, ours are opening in three weeks. Yeah, ours are all open in. in yeah, ours have are opened up here, but no, it's like minimal people per theater. Yeah, I live in like the crazy hot zone where you can't do anything, but you can go to Disney World. Yeah, so you you guys are in the in the, the areas that had already had it, and with Janet and I are in the places where people flock to to escape it, and then gave all of us the uh, COVID. So now we're now we're the hot zones. Yeah. August twenty first, allegedly, AMC and Regal are going to open again. But uh, hmm, what are they going to show? Yeah, that's true. Well, that's I what mean, I was wondering. It'll be old stuff, won't it? Yeah. Like I, mean, I think the theaters up here are playing like Back to the Future and like stuff like that. Go ahead, Michael. What? Go to the movies. They're going to release. There's how many movies have not been released? It's yeah, been they're they're months in now? the queue, right? In the shoot. Yeah. Right, but then, but then, what's going to happen? Like a year out from now, when all the movies no that movies. were supposed to be in production were not in production, then it's going right. to be like, yeah, exactly. I'm it's more like concerned a... with television. TV. Yeah, oh no, my gosh. And I talk about that all the time. No like, survivor. We get, Nothing. We are going to get to a dead spot pretty soon. That's where it. There's it's going to no be just like four months where there was the strike and nothing was in production. Remember, they were like pulling out shows from like three years before. Like, oh my gosh, it's going to be horrible. I, I mean, TV is already a cesspool right now. I mean, it's just awful. There's nothing that? to watch. I know, you, mean, like, you mean broadcast TV, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not. I'm not talking. So there's streaming stuff. Like, I mean, we're. I'm catching up on uh, Star Trek Discovery right yeah, now. Broadcast in season TV. two. Largely a waste. Right now, there's like there's like so, a handful of shows that I watch, but so let me let me just share something because this drove me nuts, and I don't think I shared this on the podcast. My wife and I, because you know, like everybody else, we're binging stuff and like kind of like finding new stuff to watch and whatever. So we got involved in this series on Amazon called Forever. Have you all seen it? No. Oh, it's got, it's got uh, Fred Armisen and. Um, Another the who's the that uh, was in Bridesmaid uh, with Maya Rudolph? Yes, Maya Rudolph. Because like it sounds interesting, and it actually was where basically. Well, I don't want to give it away. Yeah, but no. they're well, together. You give us the general plot line. They right? yeah. Well, oh, they, wait, wait, wait. We did yeah. see this. They they're they they they're together, and then they ended up spending forever together. Okay, so I, I how that happens, I'm not going to give away any of that kind of stuff. But so we we got into it, right? We watched through the whole first season, got to the end. There was the closure on the end of the first season, 
And then I went and looked up and it was like, well, this was a series from two years ago and they're not producing any more episodes. Yeah, that's the and worst. I'm like, what the? No, this you- is like any new thing on Netflix. No. I'm like, Swedish. Like, this isn't some new show. They just yeah. stole it from some Swedish uh, television yep. channel. Oh <laughs> I, watched, I was watching. So I was yeah. desperately searching for something to watch today and I like found this. I don't even remember what the heck it was. It looked like it was like modestly interesting. And I turned it on, and it was like it was literally like John. You'll you'll appreciate this. I don't know if anybody else. It was like an old karate movie. Like the 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 voice was totally yes, out of sync. And I'm Ian, like, what is going on? Right I don't now? know what you're saying. It's going on right now. I you know it was like I'm like what comprehend? Am I watching? So then I like did a little you. digging, and yeah, Michael, you're right. It was like some Norwegian series from like mm-hmm. five years ago. I'm like no. I'm like I'm out on this. Uh, I mean, I I'm so dredging the bottom of the barrel for things to watch right now. I'm like, I'm, I got I, nothing. I, I did you have you watched what we do in the shadows yet? No, maybe I'll put that. Got to go find watch it. That. I can't find it's it. On, it uh, it's on uh, it's <gasps> FX on Hulu. Uh, I mean, at least so. I don't have Hulu. You have Hulu, FX. and you know what? I never watch somebody it because I hate their it. UI so much that I can't bring. They changed it. Either. No, they it's act- still terrible though. No, they just changed it. Like again, like yesterday. Yeah. Like uh, a couple <laughs> weeks ago, they no, changed, it's still three terrible. weeks ago they changed it. But anyway, whatever. Go go watch FX. Okay, what's it called? What we do in the shadows. Okay. I mean, a, I like a documentary FX on vampires living in Staten Island. It's <laughs> honestly one of the funniest things oh, right. on television that. today. Well, as long as we're as long as we're uh, offering up options, if you have yeah, not yet do. watched, and I I apologize, please understand the spelling on this is different than the word that it sounds like. Oh, I know. If you have not right. yet watched um, Shit's Creek, right. make it a priority. I'm in right now of that. Yes, it is the best show. It is literally the best thing I've and seen. And let me let me just tell you for those who haven't seen it, it's a slow life. burn. It so, is like you, you got to like hang with it. Yeah, you got to get with four it. episodes. Right, kind of like The Office. Right, right. Exactly. you know what it is. Honestly, when the office started. It was horrible. They they <laughs> had to, like halfway through the first season. It was magic. Right. If if you don't dislike them in the beginning, the show doesn't work. Right. Like if you and and John, you haven't gotten far enough along yet. If you're only yeah. on season, I mean, two, season so two, I won't like yeah. wreck it no, for it's you. So funny, and I've heard of things that happen. But but yeah, yeah you can't. It's they have to like fantastic. they have to make you really dislike these people in order for the evolution to work. It is no, I get it. It is it's absolutely brilliant. Shows where I would be laughing so hard, I would have I to had pause, to pause because yeah. I could not breathe. Like, was, same thing. Uh, and I I so just turned my friend onto it. I told him I said, dude, you got to watch the show. So he's been he's he started watching it. What's today? Monday. He started watching it on Saturday. He's already midway through season two. Oh and he God. messaged me last night. And he's like, Kara, which is his wife. He's like, Kara literally just had to pause the show for like five minutes because she was laughing so hard. I mean, and, and but the okay. thing is, I love the laughs are great. I mean, they are. But actually, later on, it turns into so much more. Like that, it's not just a comedy. It's it's really yeah, it's, it's got some it. it's really amazing. Smart. It's got some amazing, no, meat, you know, sort of. <laughs> I have a magic drink fairy bringing me drinks. I was actually <laughs> going to try and text somebody and see if I could get them. To <laughs> that's really here. nice. Actually, you know what? You know what? I it's all just previewed too, and was not too bad. The the first episode, Star Trek Lower Decks. 
That's on CBS. Oh, I heard a lot about that. It's, it's a cartoon series oh, of this. Oh, that preview for that. Is it good? It was pretty amazing for the first episode. Yeah, it's about the the folks that actually run the Enterprise or whatever, or the ship, whatever it's called, um, the, the starship. Uh, not the captain, not the, all the big characters that you know, but the ones that like are in the, the lower decks. Very unimportant characters. It's actually, So it's basically Star Trek with all the red shirts. It's, right. yeah, it's, <laughs> it's I mean, is there anybody different. left at the end of the episode? Or but it's all? cartoon. They all cartoon. just die. It's every cartoon. Uh, it is a cartoon. So it, it literally, it's a cartoon. So uh, The other thing I'm excited animated. about watch on disney plus is howard new oh yeah oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i just i want to see that that looks really great um so, there is a new season of mandalorian coming out like it's man, done because then i'll have to sign up oh, for yeah, they, plus they again. Like one of the few things that they had yeah got it like needed to be edited uh bear with me john i'll get you the release date in just a second it's okay so but we do have other other uh, stuff to go over too. Muppet, I mean, related. Yeah. Muppet, Muppets. Muppets on Disney Plus it was horrible. I October, like, John. I, I lasted like ten October. minutes. And I was just like, "This is garbage!" Like yeah. garbage. Yeah, it was unwatchable. Like it was. I could not believe that you could take beloved characters with such a sort of ready-made, like, uh, you know, and make them just so horrible. Was I mean, it, it was really Jen. I I couldn't figure out what age group they were trying to make the show for. Like it didn't seem like it was for little kids, and I wasn't quite sure it was for grown ups. I don't know. It was weird. Well, this is the thing that Muppets has always why it's always worked, right? Because it was really for adults. Like it's like a Pixar. It's a but it played it's on like a Pixar levels. movie, right? right? Like yeah. it works on two different levels. You know, right. you can watch you can watch them uh, or The Simpsons even or or right. Phineas and Ferb. You know, like. It worked, but it's this That's one. Funny. I don't even know who would watch it. And like my kids, you know, watched it and they were like, wow, this is terrible. there's like a whole I watched the episodes today just so we could talk about it. But there was like a whole segment of Kermit is this master photo bomber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah you're, and it was like, okay. not. I mean, not it was character. Like, it maybe had like, you know, eight seconds of sort of like, <laughs> you know, because it came, like Sam the Eagle made a few funny faces and you were kind of like, yeah. But like mm -hmm. it went on way too long, and like, yeah, why is Kermit a photo bomber? Like, so, where did that come from? So like, people said not enough Kermit. Yeah, we talked oh, about yeah. this a little or bit. Too much we Kermit. have our little our little the podcast chat that we we on the podcast talk about this sort of stuff, and you know, it's I think it was you, Ian, that said, "Well, how do you go wrong with this kind of stuff?" And I said, "You know, pretty much since Disney has bought them up, it's yeah, they've yeah. gone wrong with them." Well, actually, I disagree. I thought Except the Muppet for, movie. What was the? It wasn't the. What was the one that was like? Oh, where he has an evil arch twin. No, I didn't see arch. that one. The, oh, the like one that before one. that. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> yeah. But what was the one before that with the little, you know, new Muppet? With the, what the heck was that one? Oh, the little guy. What's his I name? Don't know. Okay, this is embarrassing. The it was like friends. the Muppet movie or something. It was it, the Muppets. I think it was just called the Muppets. That one was really good. That was a really good movie. <laughs> They've it's struggled. The one, I think they really have struggled with what to do with the Muppets since they bought yeah. them way back when. Well, I mean, there have know. been a couple of successes. Although I will say in the theme park, like in, uh, you know, 
the Liberty Square show that was going yeah, on. Yeah, that's that was cute. so like, cute. It could yeah. not have been any better or more mm -hmm. on point for what yeah. the Muppets were. So it's like, why why can't we produce a Muppet show? Yeah, that's what I don't understand. Like, how can you get that better, so right? Like, this stuff yeah, like, that, so wrong. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think the problem is, is if you're under 40, you don't care about the Muppets. I think that the Muppets is mm -hmm. a, for a generation that nostalgia. Is, but, but that's yeah. but that's Disney's fault then, because they've owned the franchise for years and they've just not done enough with it. I mean, where recently, you know, they've tried to reboot Mickey Mouse and things like that. Where and it's worked. My yeah. kids love Mickey Mouse. Yeah, yeah the, new, the new the new Mickey's shorts are actually very good. I went back and watched a lot of them, and I was shocked. I thought, "Wow, this is good stuff." But they they really have. I think they. I mean, they've owned the Muppets for almost twenty years. Long time. Well, you know, I feel long. You know, no. what would Jim Henson? <laughs> nah, they do, bought him in. You know? uh, they bought him in two thousand four. Yeah, February of two thousand four. It would but, be interesting but, to see a behind Jim Henson past uh, right after that though. stuff because yeah. since I watched mm -hmm. this Frozen, the making of Frozen, oh, too, so good. Like one of the best documentaries I've ever yes, seen. Now so I'm like obsessed with the behind the scenes Disney stuff. I would like to see how they do that for Muppets. Because if they didn't do the same, like if they don't take the same like painstaking detail that they did, mm -hmm. that's this is why right. it wouldn't work, right? Like it's right. crazy. Well, I think the biggest thing for me with this Muppets thing was that it it like the Muppets had a formula, right? Like all Muppets. They're like absurd humor, right? Like that's kind right. of what they do. It's just absurdity. You yeah. know, there's like a guy who has boomerang fish and Gonzo a is Swedish like, you don't chef. even know what he, what he yeah. is. The Swedish yeah. chef was on. I've never in my entire life not thought the Swedish chef was funny or not Until thought the now. Swedish chef was unfunny. Sorry. I always right. laughed hysterically at the Swedish yeah. chef. He was on in some cooking segment that was just like a cooking segment. That went horribly yeah, wrong. It was, it was so not funny. Oh, no. I'm gonna have to watch this now. I just don't understand how you can take a formula that is so tried and true and just get it so wrong. I mean, it was it was just it wasn't just like oh, it wasn't good. Like wasn't good for the Muppets. It was just bad. <laughs> I felt like the show was directed maybe towards like. 14 year olds kind of yeah thing. maybe like it, was it was almost weird, like it, it was, was like almost oh like, photo bombing and like yeah oh, we're yeah gonna make Social a website and stuff. like that kind of stuff and yeah like photo bomb everyone knows that would be miss piggy <laughs> right right no yeah absolutely but i'm like I there's mean, no like, way my 14 year old's gonna enjoy this or show, maybe no. animal because at least he's funny like you know there's always like a scene where animal ends it by and i'm like it's funny. I'm going to agree with Michael, though. If you are a Disney fan and you have not seen the Frozen 2 making of documentary, oh, my gosh. I cried real tears watching that documentary uh, a couple a lot. of times. Yeah, I did, too. It was one of the best things I have seen on Disney Plus since Disney Plus started. It was fantastic. Really? Yes. Uh, I mean, Disney. the Disney Plus shows do tend to tug your heartstrings because yeah. I watched... Um, the Imagineers. The Imagineers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I couldn't even make Yellow. it through the first one oh without gosh. like cheering up. Oh this was almost better than that. It was so good. When I finished that documentary, like I immediately watched yep. both of them back to back. Yep, like, I did it too. was because then it took on this whole different mm -hmm. like as much as I love the music and you know, gay people love frozen, whatever. But <laughs> it took straight it to people such do a too. Different I was gonna say level. straight people do too. I mean it I, took I it, it to such a different level, yeah. like it, it was did. crazy. 
Like it was yeah. so emotional and I understood more about what they were trying to tell us. And I don't know. Every time I watch it now, I get like all the feels just from watching the documentary. So what, what was your thought on Frozen 2? I mean, I just watched it for the first time like a couple weeks ago. I, mean, well, I liked I it, it more. I liked it more than the first one. Well, I wouldn't say I liked it more than the first one. Wow. Now. But it wow. was it yeah. was a very worthy sequel. It was, I thought it was more adult. It just had more like just more of mm. everything. It wasn't silly mm. or or there was nothing silly about it to me. It was just more of an adult movie. But it was still funny. Like it. Yeah. I don't know. They just did a really good job of it. Yeah. And you'll, it was good. So good. Yeah. If you watch the documentary. You're gonna have a huge appreciation for mm -hmm. it for sure. But what was huge. what 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 I thought was unique about the frozen sequel i specifically said before i even saw it frozen's one of those movies that you can't make a good sequel to because it's just too high of a mountain to climb right like the first one was too good there's no way you're going to make a sequel that is worthy but they did and i was well, really surprised because honestly I right? was sort of poised to like i wouldn't say i was poised to hate it but i was definitely going in very skeptical like i don't you know, I don't see how this can be anywhere near as good as the original. Hmm. I think yeah, I there's a song the where Kristoff's singing and then there's like all <laughs> so the reindeer good. heads and stuff. That was a little weird. Um, <laughs> I, was, it, was it kind of like in the I Lion King when, when, you know, I just can't wait to be king and, you know, it was so weird like, like that. No, the it was like heads a, are spinning wait. and. It was like an REO Speedwagon song. It's like yeah, a it was like a Mr. Rascal Danza. It was very, it was very eighties wow. MTV. It's an eighties yeah. wow. power ballad, yeah, and it very, was magical. Yep. Oh, oh, okay. It was. It was like it. It was like <laughs> it could have been so bad. It could have gone so wrong. So but it worked. I don't know how they managed. Well, it, because the, it, and they're all the other thing is they're all such good singers, right? It's not like yeah. some nobody's singing it. It's like yeah. someone who's won a Tony for God's sake. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. Nice. And now is doing like AT and T commercials. <laughs> they got bills to pay, right? All right. I exactly. Well, I mean, I guess you can't work at anything else, right? No. Like she doesn't. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So, uh, in other news, Poor Idina. In other news, uh, we were talking about this before the show. So Disney apparently is rebranding 20th Century Fox TV and other TV studios. Uh, they're foregoing the Fox in the name of TV studios, uh, 20th Century Fox Television and Fox 21 Television Studios, as well as rebranding ABC Studios. 20th Century Fox Television is becoming... <laughs> this is hard to believe. 20th television drum roll 20th, 20th? television that's we're what not one that's we're 20 we yeah while fox 21 television studios is changing to touchstone television disney is also merging abc studios with abc signature its subsidiary subsidiary to a joint <laughs> abc signature i don't even know what that whatever means. that means yeah so I, I, I guess it's just going to be abc signature and 20th television. 20th I mean, really? Is and, they're, really and they're going with Touchstone Television, which is bringing back a the Touchstone. touchstone. I thought they dissolved that brand. Yeah, so did I. Time. But I mean, well, is now there they anything? probably need it again so they can have like questionable content without having to have Disney on. <laughs> well, because they did, they, they, you know, with Fox, they inherited all that FX content, which is right. you know, definitely. Um, I'm confused because he is. Well, because all of that yeah, is actually good television. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what's going on, Mike. Can you guys hear me? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah we can hear you just fine. You're just yeah, but you just it. look grouchy, so it's fine. You just look, yeah, it's well, good. that's what I always look like. <laughs> kind of looks like it's my resting mean. grouch face. <laughs> oh, my laptop's all frozen up. It's really weird. I don't know. We can hear you though. It sounds fine. We're almost <laughs> out anyway. Uh, in other news, uh, there we go. Uh, there you go. Formerly known as the Disney Parks Moms Panel, it's being that's rebranded as listen to it anyway. Plan anyway. Disney. So they okay. they they've changed the name from. Well, good Disney because Park then Mom. maybe they can have people on there that aren't just moms, and it'll right? be a little bit more divorced, diverse, and have something to do with all of Disney, as opposed to like eight hundred people in Georgia. Anyway, that's all. No offense, Janet. No offense. I don't to live in Georgia anymore. It's okay. No, but you're from. I'm, Georgia, I'm at the border of Georgia right well, now. Like whenever you read, so whenever you read any of the stuff on the Disney Moms blog, I was always just right. like, "That's it has not." Uh, it was just a lot of stuff that no, was and, and nice. And the poor dad that got thrown in, you know, in the right. middle of it. You know, it'd be like there'd be twenty moms. That was just and a weird one thing from the start. Like, like yeah. well, I didn't understand the why the beginning, not the Disney fan panel or something like that. Where yeah, it, the, just the, was, it was just really, I think they thought that? Disney moms were like a thing. Oh, because, mean family. It doesn't yeah. mean mom. It doesn't oh, mean mom. Right. Exactly. I mean, I always get mad at that, that, at that nursing home thing. That's called a place for mom. Like I'm like, what? So I'm just not <laughs> you get mad at that. Yeah, that's rude. He gets angry about a lot of things. Not a place for parents, like a place for mom. Just mom. I think no dads allowed. See how the ex moms panel evolves. And I think it could be actually good. Yeah, I agree. I heard all kinds of nasty things about the mom's panel. Like it was like this really poisonous, like uh I don't know. That's not got there. We don't girls club. We don't know. We just have so, no idea. We, all know how we just I always thought it was weird that 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 they didn't have like more dad, like they didn't care about both. I mean, there a lot of dads that were, you know, raising their kids too and stuff like that, wanting to take them to Disney, wanted to share the experiences, and I just thought it was weird to kind of exclude dads. You know, I agree. Yeah, I thought I mean, that was odd as well. Kind of a strange thing, always. So I kind of like the move. Kudos. You don't have to be a mom or a dad to offer good information about no. a trip to Disney. Right. Just and plus, plan Disney. Yeah, you could be a single single parent. Doesn't matter. You could be uh, married without kids. Doesn't matter. It could be two women. Whatever. Yeah. Like, there's it, lots of information about taking their yeah. children to Disney. Exactly. I mean, we're all Disney fans. The Disney fan panel. Whatever. I, I am mean, not one of those people, you. but I will be happy to give advice. Michael, it's what we built the internet community of tomorrow on. That's Aww. right. I'm here all to people, tell you. all those people I met on the internet. All the feels. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm here with all those people I met on the internet. Hey, speaking of which, so I'm gonna tie it all in because we're we're about out of time. So um, you know, recently I I mentioned that that I was really bad about pushing the audio of these new video podcasts since we started doing these out to the audio side of things and iTunes and, you know, Google play and all that kind of stuff. Um, so recently I caught up and I, I published like five or six back episodes and I had like four or five people that had actually emailed me and said, you know, we listened to the podcast. We really wish you would push them out. Haven't seen an episode since December. I was like, Oh, oops. like, well, this is awkward. I'm going to blame (laughs) that on moving in COVID. Um, but, but anyway, so, um, 
Yeah, the other day as I was going through this, and I mean, here, you know, here was here was like a typical note, and this was from Marvin, and Marvin said, "Hello, John, longtime Intercot user and podcast listener. Last podcast posted was done in December. Is that the last one you've done? Where can I find the recent podcast?" Like he's not even aware of the whole Facebook podcast thing. They sure make my hour and a half round trip commute to work much more enjoyable. Oh, okay. nice. Well, that- that's cool. Right. Okay. And, and I, I just sent him a note and I said, you know, I'm working on it. And then finally sent him an update and said, Hey, hope you notice the podcasts are now online via audio as well. Right. And I got this note back, which completely blew me away. It said, thank you so much, John. Appreciate all the time it takes you to move the podcast and much more than you will ever know. My family has an inside joke about quote, always trust John when we were unsure of something at the parks or doing something that you have recommended on the podcast. This is what got me literally. I almost started tearing up when I read it to my children. You're just as much a part of their Disney lexicon as Walt himself. Keep up the great work. So John has been, it has now risen to the level of Walt. Dude, you know what? I'm just going to, I can't even tell the difference between the two of you. First of all, thank you to, everybody yeah. who makes up the internet community of tomorrow janet you're included you've been with us as long as just about anybody yeah. um, the folks on the website the folks who do the podcast the, the the moderators who've moderated the site through the years the people that have stuck with it the friends we've made the the romances mm-hmm. that have blossomed the whole nine yards everything as a result of this silly yeah, we got like married couple, like plenty of married internet couples, we do right? i mean like, between yeah. that I mean, the run disney like races the the i mean all the stuff the meets that we've done over the years the the i caught five the i caught 10 the 15 the 20 i mean yeah. 25 in two years amanda just put a yeah, comment about it. it i know the the bottom line is from the bottom TBD. of my heart guys seriously i i have enjoyed doing the reason why I keep doing this and is because of people like you see on the screen here, the folks that have been on the podcast before the folks that are on the site, all of you that come to the site, it's just really made it worth it to continue um, all these years. I mean, it, it, who thought, you know, what started with a meta tag uh, as Mr. (laughs) O'Brien would say um, 20 some odd years ago, 20, what are we at 97 so 23, yeah, 23 years, years. years later Almost. um would still be October, crank- right? yeah would still be cranking along i mean yeah. so i i'm incredibly blessed to have met some of the best people in the world and when i get emails like this it's like it brings it all back together it's just it's such a great thing um you all are wonderful and i hope we can continue doing this for a while longer at least but um so yeah group hug so I mean, yes. seriously, it's just one of those things that it's just, it just made me feel really good. And, and quite frankly, that was one of about five notes. So oh, that, that I nice. got about the podcast and, and folks that listen to it and like sharing their time with all of us. And they love hearing from you. So Janet, it was great to have you on. Um, awesome. Yeah, thanks for that invite. Like I said, back. I mean, it literally had been how many years since we had... A really long time. Like, yeah, probably I about mean, 18 years. 
And you take wonderful pictures, by the way. Yes. Oh, thanks. And if and anybody has any questions, that. yeah, if anyone has yeah. questions or things that they would like to know, we're headed back on Sunday for six nights at the Polynesian. So I'll be happy to post uh, answers to questions, videos, pictures, whatever you guys want to see. Yeah. I mean, absolutely incredible. Um, uh, yeah, we've got that. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> we got some comments. Oh, Craig, nice. we love all of you guys. Chris Pace saying he commutes and listen to several different podcasts while we're drawing. I would hope we're one of them. We've got some future podcast topics. I got 25, got to start planning, and a big heart for me. Oh, nice. Hey, Chris, yeah. long time no see. Yep. So, yeah, folks, I mean, uh, definitely keep following along with us on the social medias right over here, right there. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and, uh, be sure and uh, listen to the back episodes of the podcast. If you haven't, there's more than 10 years of them there. Join us on the discussion boards or just follow us on social media at Intercot pretty much everywhere you can look on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or even on the YouTubes now because we are broadcasting live to YouTube as well as Facebook right now. So uh, on behalf of Janet, Michael, Ian, Jen the Canadian. I am still John <laughs> along with Stadler and Waldorf. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Bye now. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye, -bye. bye, -bye. bye oh, now. Love you guys. You're awesome. Yes, absolutely. Agreed. Oh, now we have to go through the longest. I started it earlier, Michael. That's what we need to fix. Before <laughs> it's, it's almost done. Here we go. Sorry. Ready? Big finish, everyone. Here we go. <laughs> Bum, ba -da -dum, ba -da -dum, ba -da -dum, bum, bum. Bye now. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>